the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. I don't know whether there will be a price to pay. There should be. I'm not sure of that. But I do know this, and this is not, I don't believe this is speculation. I, I just, I believe it to be true. History is not going to treat well those who have advanced this whole transgender nonsense, this transgender hoax. History is not going to look favorably on anyone, from the President of the United States to the Vice President, to much of the American medical community, even pediatricians who who have to know better. History is not going to treat them well. Uh, welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. Uh, my telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. Why do I bring this up so often? Because it is so prevalent. And you and I need to be, number one, informed. And if you are informed, you know transgenderism is a hoax. It's a fairy tale. It doesn't exist. There is no scientific evidence of transgenderism. There is a great deal of evidence of sexual dysphoria, which is just confusion. Children are confused about their gender. That's not that unusual. Adults sometimes are confused about their sexuality and their gender. This is a confusing world that we live in. And confusion is part of being alive in the world. So yes, there is gender dysphoria. And because it is driven by emotions and circumstances, and that's what it is. It is driven by emotions and by culture, surroundings. It is driven by your experience. So, when uh, no one, no one, no one was talking about transgenderism, we hadn't even heard of that word, and when very, very few people were talking about gender dysphoria, we had very little of it. It wasn't popular. Kids didn't think about it because they didn't know about it. And then fast forward to today. It's everywhere. 
It's all over the Internet. It's all over social media. It's all over our public schools. It's all over our government and government authorities. And so we have much, 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 much more of it because it's environmental. People who have some confusion take a look and say, wow, look at all these people. They're like me. They're confused. And it is cultural. It's part of our culture. It is part of our environment. And so the more popular it becomes, the more popular it becomes. Yeah, I I think that I think that makes sense. The more popular it becomes, the more popular it becomes. If it were truly genetic, then it would be constant. Because genetics don't change. And so it'd be constant. But it's not constant. Because it is being encouraged, it is being embraced, it is being celebrated. And so we are seeing more and more and more of it. And it rarely, and here's the important part, it rarely ends well. Rarely does it end well. And those who are embracing it and promoting it and celebrating it, let me say one more time, they will not be treated well in history. Because if you have common sense or any scientific knowledge at all, you know it's bogus. You know it is. Which brings me to this story about Boston Children's Hospital. Boston Children's Hospital is, uh, well, I think we could say they are embattled. Uh, Things that were on their website concerning Children's Hospital, their gender clinic, some outrageous things that were on their website. And uh, when that became public, they erased it, took it off the website. They... uh, cleanse the website of some of the more outrageous things. Well, now we are finding out more things about the leadership of Boston Children's Hospital and statements that have been made in the last two to three years. It's coming to light. And this is the best thing that can happen with this whole transgenderism thing. Light, truth, facts, Get this, and I'm reading this from LifeSite News, which is a very reputable website. Quote, pediatric endocrinologist and director of Boston Children's Hospital's Gender Management Service Program, Dr. Jeremy Carswell, made remarks during a 2020 Advancing Excellence in Transgender Health Conference. It was called the AETH, the Advancing Excellence in Transgender Health Conference. This was two years ago. Uh, This has just now come to light. It was a webinar that was recorded, and someone 
has got a hold of the recording. In this webinar back in 2020, this woman, this pediatric endocrinologist who is the uh, program director for the uh, Boston Children's Hospital Gender Management Service Program. In this recorded webinar, she said, quote, Puberty blockers and hormone therapy for gender-diverse youth and adults or an adolescents on the National LGBTQIA Plus Education Center website. She explained, The number of adolescents who have been coming into gender programs over the last several years has skyrocketed. And then listen to this. She went on to say, puberty-blocking drugs are being given out a lot like candy. This is what she said two years ago. Puberty-blocking drugs are being given out a lot like candy. Uh, She went on to talk about transgender treatment is, quote, great and helpful. But then she said, but we do need to have the conversation about fertility. What did she mean by that? Adolescents, male and female, who go on puberty blockers and hormone treatment usually become sterile for the rest of their life. And in many cases, it is irreversible. So she said, the number of children going into these programs has skyrocketed and puberty-blocking drugs are being given out a lot like candy. Uh, Drugs that can cause a person to become sterile for the rest of their life are being handed out like candy. As I said, history is not going to treat this movement well, nor those who embrace it. We need to be informed, we need to be educated, and we need to be bold in speaking the truth. This is child abuse. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. I I keep wanting to to get a, to get away from the political thing. I I, I really do. Uh, and what well, what I wanted to talk about next is far more moral, biblical than political. It's the politicians that make it political. <laughs> I guess that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Of course, politicians would make it political. It makes sense to me. Uh, and that's this thing of abortion and 
life. When Roe versus Wade was overturned, the liberal left just went nutso. They went crazy, and they're continuing to do it. And there are just so many misrepresentations, distortions, exaggerations, and outright lies coming from the liberal left on this topic of life and abortion. You know, one of the big lies is, and I I warned you, and most of you knew it anyway, I didn't need to warn most of you, but I warned you that if Roe versus Wade was overturned, the liberal left would immediately say, abortion has now become illegal in America. And there's not a shred of truth to that. None whatsoever. The Dobbs case overturning Roe versus Wade had nothing to do with abortion on the federal level other than to throw it back to the individual states. In other words, it became a decision of the people. We hear all the progressive left talking heads talking about the Republicans are going to destroy democracy. Well, number one, we are not a democracy. We are a representative republic. And if you really believe in a representative republic, then I don't care even if you're pro-abortion. You should have applauded the overturning of Roe versus Wade because as a representative republic— It put the decision concerning abortion into the hands of individual states and ultimately into the hands of the citizens of the individual state. That is what a representative republic is all about. People in Nebraska think differently than people in Arizona. People in California think differently than people in New Mexico. People in New York think differently than people in Arkansas. And that's the beauty of our form of government. We are 50 states. Each state has its own unique personality, but we are one country. But the liberal left is just flat-out lying, indicating that now abortion is illegal because of the overturning of Roe versus Wade. No, it's not. Uh, It can be illegal in individual states if the people of that state determine. It's up to the people. It's not up to the government. It's not the courts. It's not the Supreme Court. It's the people. It's not the governor. It's the people. It's not the state legislature. It's the people. The people will vote. The people will decide. But the left is obsessed with this thing. And I think Democrats are making this the number one topic in this upcoming election. Uh, Joe Biden, this is number one, top of mind, this is number one. We have here in Ohio, Tim Ryan making abortion, number one, in the governor's race here in California. I care in California. Here in Ohio, 
If uh, if you're on Twitter uh, every day, if you're on Twitter every day, you will see probably anywhere from six to ten tweets from Nan Whaley, the uh, Democrat candidate for governor in the state of Ohio. Out of those six to ten tweets, at least 80% of them will be about abortion. Ohio is a pro-choice state. Mike DeWine is going to kill people. Mike DeWine is going to have women die. Mike DeWine, uh, abortion, 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 abortion. We're a pro-choice state. The Democrats are making this the single number one election issue, and I think they're making a terrible mistake. But what else can they run on? They can't run on the economy. They can't run on national security. So the only, literally, the only thing they have to try to get their base out to vote is abortion. And yet all of the polls, and I mean all of them, I don't know of a single exception, abortion is not even close to being the number one issue on people's minds as they think about this election. Number one, top of mind, inflation, the economy, jobs. Number one by far. But the Democrats have a problem. They can't address the economy. And they don't. They don't. Now, the reason I brought that up, to show you how obsessed President Biden is, he has said, when the election is over, this midterm election, and Democrats run the Congress, quote, the first bill I will send to Capitol Hill will codify Roe versus Wade. His number one priority. As soon as the midterm elections are over, if the Democrats are in control, which I don't think they will be, I certainly hope they won't be, the very first piece of legislation will be to federalize the killing of innocent unborn babies. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.